<laughs> Happy solstice time. Our days are now getting longer, inch by inch. Hooray! <laughs> For the preparation of returning sunlight and the celebration of this holiday season, today I invite you to taste a joy. The greatest joy in the world is called the joy of letting go. Letting go. Many people in the world seem to feel satisfied by counting how many trendy things they own. However, genuine spiritual seekers find contentment in having less. Which one are you in? <laughs> In this month of letting go, I'm giving this talk to myself, actually, again and again, in the aspiration of living more simply. I once visited a practitioner's home in Raleigh. During a tour of Karen's home, she showed me her closet. In a fairly small closet, I did not see many clothes. She said that those were all the clothes she ever used throughout the four seasons. And she does not keep any additional clothing unless she uses it often. When I look around her house, I also noticed that all her other belongings were simple and well organized. When I returned to my own place, inspired, and I looked attentively over all of the belongings cluttering my room. There were books, CDs, and other miscellaneous items that I had not used for a whole year or even for many years. I had not let them go either because I had never taken the time to go through them or because I thought I might need them someday. I was happy that my closet seemed to be smaller than my friend's closet, but I saw some clothing that I hardly ever used, either because of size, comfort, or style. When I went through my clothes and let go of the ones I was not using, my closet seemed lighter and happier. So did I. Whenever we downsize our belongings, we feel lighter and enjoy more room in our living space and in our mind space. Master Chong San said, instead of endeavoring to fill your storehouse with the things that have a form, endeavor instead to fill your storehouse with the formless world of truth. If a practitioner covets the things of the secular world and becomes attached to them, they may become a seed that will come to fruition in a future lifetime. This could dim and darken one's spirit. Once a temple friend 
asked us to visit his deceased mother's home to see if there was anything that the temple could use. The house was full of piles with countless crafts and hobby items. Tom needed to clear out his mother's belongings quickly for the estate settlement, but he struggled with how to discard his mother's belongings gracefully. I felt sad for him, for his loss, and also for the overwhelming task of cleaning up. I know a lady who has been spending years clearing away her deceased mother's belongings. If we do not exercise letting go and simplifying our lives, we may leave piles of possessions and a heavy burden for our beloved ones to clean up. Once we start careers and family, we work hard to get cars, houses, and things to put in the house. Until, until we realize we are no longer young and our lives have become cluttered by so many stuff. Around retirement or age 60, we begin to let things go. It seems that most of our lifetime, we work hard to accumulate things and then work hard to release them. We have a relationship and attachment with every item, material item we own. We can think of these relationships and attachments like strings between ourselves and each thing we possess. How many strings do you have? <laughs> when there are more strings, our energy becomes entangled and our minds become cluttered. When we let go of our unneeded items, those strings are severed. More space to breathe. The founding teacher of One Buddhism, Sote San, said, if one's personal belongings are messy and complicated, and one's mind can be messy and complicated as well. If your property is not tidy, then your mind also can be untidy and coarse. When your mind is lazy and coarse, how can you regulate things in your life? So Tesan always kept his belongings simple and neatly arranged with everything in its proper place so that he could find them even in the dark. In order to keep our belongings tidy and organized, we must release what we really don't need with the resulting fearlessness 
and lightness of our heart in our simplified lives, we have more room to breathe and appreciate the peaceful joy of having less. At the same time, the previous stagnant space can be opened, transformed, and used more creatively. I remember working hard when I was studying for my master's degree in social work in Maryland. Most of my textbooks were very dry, not much fun, so it was easy for me to discard many of them when I moved to North Carolina. But I kept one heavy box filled with some articles, my papers, and notes from all my classes. My handwritten class notes with all their colored highlights remind me of my hard, intensive work. So I kept them with me, although I have hardly ever used them in 15 years. A couple of years ago, I took out the box. There were piles of dust all over it. Except for one note folder from a psychotherapy class, I dumped all those papers and notes into the recycle bin. Then I vacuumed the corner where the box had been sitting for years. I looked at, at the extra space with a smile and bowed. Some people may find it comforting and peaceful to be surrounded by many accumulated positions because they are reminders of some memories of their life. However, most people, including myself, feel cluttered physical space creates mental disorganization. Whenever we have a visiting guest, we love to take them to Patty Daniel's home because we don't have to make arrangements with her in advance. Another reason we like to stop by Patty's home is because it is on the way to the Mapleview ice cream, ice cream farm. <laughs> <laughs> but the real reason to visit her home is to surprise our guest by showing how Patty and her husband live. In their small house, they live very simply. They do not have a dryer. They hang clothes outside. There is no AC as they use ceiling fans to cool off. In winter weather, they use only firewood. And yet, their house is filled with contentment and delight. There is not much stuff in their home. But Patty is one of the most generous contributors to our temple and to the community. A well-known writer about clearing space, Karen Kingston, says that when we have more clutter, static energy may make our life stuck or twisted. So we can start by clearing a small area. Cleared space brings new, fresh energy. If there are things that you have not used in a year, do not hesitate to put them in the giveaway box 
recycling bin or trash can. In other words, when in doubt, pitch it out. <laughs> each drawer and container in our house has stuff in it, and each item comes with its own story and memory. But some of those things just keep sitting there almost forever. When you open a drawer and carefully listen, you may hear the items inside asking you to find a better use for them or just let them go. Many experienced practitioners of decluttering say to start, to start small rather than tackle your whole garage or attic. For example, kitchen drawers, office drawers, medicine cabinet, bathroom cupboards, fridge, laundry shelf. Which one you want to start? <laughs> Once you declutter, take time to appreciate those small clutter-free areas with a smile and bow. While decluttering my drawers and closets, I often learn that I can also make money. We often buy one thing after another, not knowing that we already have the items we need somewhere in the far back of the drawers and closets. So if you frequently clear up your belongings, you may find everything you need and you might become rich. In order to let things go, we need to overcome our fear of letting go. One retired professor told me that his family wanted to move to California, but he needed to simplify his belongings first. But he said it was impossible for him to let go of his books. He explained that books are his life, and if he were to let go of them, it would mean that he was dead. The byproducts of our life can accumulate quickly. For example, the emails in my inbox and the number of electronic files on my computer screen can grow at a, at a much faster rate than my ability to simplify them. It can be the same with the pile of books and things to read. We are living in an age with so much information and so many new material items constantly rushing towards us. Hello, pay attention to me. I'm cool new stuff. Look at me. <laughs> Once they come to our attention, we tend to grab onto them and become entrapped by the pressure of trying to learn all that information and to use all those material items. Master Sotesan said that in today's world, material progress has come to dominate our lives, and our minds and spirits have become enslaved by materialism and technology. Therefore, the founding motto of One Buddhism is, along with this great opening of the material power, let there be a great opening of a mind, heart, and spirit. In this age, 
we pursue a more convenient life and we keep getting more and more things. But would this make us happier? Chasing so many things can cause restlessness in our lives. Lao Tzu said, Be content, be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way the things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. The whole world belongs to you. Everyone has their ideal level of a simplest. What matters most is keeping what's essential to you and weeding out the rest. My teacher, Venerable Sang Tawanim, followed a minimalist lifestyle. If someone brought offerings to her, she immediately circulated the gifts to others. At her funeral service, we all <coughs> acknowledged her as someone who used the least amount of material resources on this planet. I have known a number of Gyomunims who are really good at organizing and clearing space. One of them gave me a tip. She said, after using anything, we should return it immediately to the place it belongs. That was a simple and great lesson for me. I was not taught this in my childhood, so I needed to work on it now by training myself. Who are with me? <laughs> I constantly need to be mindful to practice this simple strategy. I'm still working on it, and I'll tell you, it is not easy. As soon as I walk into my room, I throw my jacket on the bed or chair. If I could just listen to my jacket, it would tell me where it wants to be. As for my glasses, mm -hmm. I never again want to hear myself ask, where are my glasses? Has anyone seen them? We all have addresses where we live or to where we return. Similarly, all our items, big or small, should have an address within the house. While we declutter our physical space, can we declutter our internal space? You are here to declutter your internal space. No matter how neatly we keep our belongings, our minds can still be occupied and cluttered with so many distracting thoughts and worries. Katrina Mayer, a writer and interfaith minister, says, clutter isn't just in your home, attic, garage, or office. Clutter is also in your mind and distracts you from amazing things you are meant to do. In order to keep our thoughts and minds less cluttered, what do we do? We do meditate. 
Meditation allows us to see our thoughts clearly as they happen and then to rest in the moment where all thoughts cease. This is how we create spaciousness in our minds. Our teacher Chong San said, the empty mind is the master of myriad things. Hence, you will make a good use of physical things only, only if you know how to uncover and apply your empty, free mind. Meditation invites us to see the empty nature of our thoughts. When we understand and use the emptiness of the mind well, we become the masters of our lives. I notice that my mind can engage with a constant series of thoughts from the moment of waking up until the moment of going to bed. My thoughts only seem to rest during meditation. It is a nice, restful feeling. I don't need to think and figure things out during this quiet sitting. Meditation is a special time for me to rest and a great opportunity to declutter my thoughts. Letting go of our physical things or our thoughts create new space. We can visualize letting go as we breathe in and out. Breathe in, breathe out, and let go of emotional attachment and mental clutter. From this space, renewed energy arises. As this year winds down, here are my two resolutions for daily practice. First, downsize, simplify my material belongings and create more open, joyful space. Second, clear up and empty my cluttered mind with a consistent, sincere and sustained meditation practice. This solstice season is the perfect time to clear away the shadows of all our unnecessary accumulated possessions to let the sun shine in. More space to let the sun shine in. So I aspire not to accumulate things. I aspire to use fewer things on this planet. I aspire to find 10 to 30 minutes every day to simplify my belongings and declutter, thereby creating more space for myself and others. Thank you. Many blessings to your letting go. And Merry Christmas.
Thank you. Thank you.